0: You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the Podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, three-step visibility engine by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Into the podcast, everyone. Thank you for taking the time out of your crazy chaotic life to just focus on you. Today I am joined by Dr. Katie of Now As Mom. Welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast.
1: Hi, thanks so much for having me. Super excited to chat. Yes. When I was
0: looking at your story on your website, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to connect with this woman. She sounds amazing. So give us the overview. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help?
1: Well, today, my journey is quite unexpected, (laughs) but today I am a new mom coach. I help um, women, because you're not moms yet, right? Like step into motherhood with confidence because motherhood is hard. Uh, We have all these expectations put on us and sometimes it's just so overwhelming and you have no idea um, where to go from there. And sometimes you don't realize it until you actually have that child in your arms, right? And you just realize everything from your money to your relationships. Um, and your job ideas about career, everything changes once you have that baby. So I love to use my experience as a um, pediatrician. I practiced as a board certified pediatrician for 11 years. Um, and I have four kids at home, plus a grown stepson who is an adult and married. So I have all the, <laughs> I have all the background <laughs> for that mom experience. And so my um, I just love connecting with moms and that's really my passion and feel like I um, can connect with them easily since I have that background and am right there with them.
0: Yes, the experience that you bring to the table is incredible. And I love how you mentioned too, expectations, because yes, those expectations, even if they're just self-imposed. Those do get so overwhelming as a mom. You, know, you suddenly have this, this baby that you're holding and, and you're responsible for this life. We're like it, It's just this life-changing moment in time, which is, it's incredible, but at the same time, it's a lot. So I'm super thankful that there's people like yourself out there willing to help us. So if you don't mind sharing your journey, how in the world did you go from being a pediatrician to now helping moms navigate this crazy world of motherhood?
1: Believe it or not, I never wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) You will not hear most physicians say that. Most people will say, I wanted to be a doctor my whole life, or maybe their parents were physicians or whatever, I grew up in a very small farming community and, um, you know, I had no aspirations of being in the medical world at all. (laughs) And I will never forget, I actually had a high school um, classmate of mine who said, you're going to be a doctor one day. And I said, absolutely not. And once you know, like I got into college and a lot of my friends, because I I was interested in sciences. So I was going to school, you know, and doing all the biology and all the same things that the pre-med students were doing. And so they were a lot of my friends. And so they're like, oh, we're, you know, we're taking the MCAT. You should take the test with us. I think you should, you know look at medicine. And it just kept snowballing. And so I was like, okay, I get the hint. Like maybe I'm supposed to be here. Cause there were just little things that constantly said that. And so it led me to medical school, um, which is also where I met my husband. So I'm very thankful for that. (laughs) Um, And then actually also led me to a career in the military. Also something that I was not looking for. (laughs) Um, So I did my residency training in the military, which was an amazing experience, and that actually landed me um, 15 months in Iraq during the war, (laughs) Um, and so I spent a lot of time there caring for soldiers and um, actually local um, Iraqi children. I mean, I mostly focused on the children, of course, because that was my my experience. Um, But so that was that was a life changing experience, something that I will never forget and really changes how I think about things in the world and what's important and things like that, for sure. Um, But then when I got back, I was able to get out of the military but my husband was still military. And so, you know, we moved a few more places, and then we started having kids of our own. Um, And, you know, when I got out of the military, after that experience, I thought, you know what, I want to start a family. So I didn't want to be a doctor my whole life, but I've wanted to be a mom my whole life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was Absolutely, something that I always was thinking about. Um, And so it was important to me. So I did work after that. I worked part time and we started having kids. And we moved. My first two kids were born in two different states. And then we moved to another state where my last two were born. So I have four children. And, you know, I worked part time most of that time because of the military and our moves. I did have to take a year off in there. Um, But I was pretty much working the whole time, um, which can be stressful. So I definitely understand the juggle of career and nice. <laughs> and family life and child care. Um, and as my fourth was about two, Um, There were some changes in my workplace. um, And of course, getting busier with the kids now that we had four and they were getting to be, you know, more active in school and, you know, some in daycare, some in school, some in this activity, some in that activity, no family in the area, (laughs) Sure, <laughs> and I was called into work more often and more often. And we just had to have this major conversation, like, where do we go from here? And I know a lot of women are in that space, you know, sometimes you end up compromising either in your workspace or your family space. And sometimes it's getting a nanny, sometimes it's finding families, sometimes dad's home, sometimes mom's home, like there's so many things that can work for your family. But I prayed for days and days and weeks. (laughs) And after a couple weeks of just like all this contemplation and the pros and cons list and, you know, crying and praying and all these things you do to try and figure your life out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I just felt peace about staying home. It just was my career was not worth it anymore. And when I Thought about It was one of the hardest dis- decisions I've ever made, because, you know, how many years did I go to school, the death that I had, you know, the patients that were counting on me, because I am one of those who feel like I had these families counting on me, these moms trusted me now, and I'm going to leave them. <laughs> so that was very difficult for me. Um, But in the end, I... Um, one night sat up in my bed and, you know, this is a dream or whatever else, but my bedroom door opened wide open. And I knew in my heart that I was seeing that there are opportunities ahead, like I should go. <laughs> yeah. And from that moment on, I had no regrets. I put in my notice. And after three months, then I became a stay at home mom. Oh my gosh. What
0: an incredible journey. And isn't it amazing too, how one day you just have that moment of clarity where you just know in your soul, this is the move you need to make. And that's scary. That still doesn't make it any less scary to take that leap because yes, you invested so much time, money, energy, blood, sweat, and tears into this career. But this career wasn't fulfilling you, that you couldn't be there in the capacity that you needed for your children. And there's nothing, I don't mean to, you know, discount working moms. I think being a working mom has made me have better, better ability to juggle the things that my kids throw at me, juggle those schedules, juggle everything, but yeah, you just know when something isn't fulfilling anymore, when it's no longer serving you and knowing that it's okay to let that go. So how did you get to that point where you just were like, all right, it's time.
1: I feel like there were lots of little things along the way that started to plant the seed, you know, when you have, your daycare calls, um, and you have a sick child, and then you have to quickly scramble your schedule and figure out, and you know, once that happens a few times, and like I said, we didn't have family in the area, so we had a daycare center, and then we had to figure it out. And thankfully at the time, my husband and I could both be a little bit flexible. And so we'd kind of, you know, take turns, um, you know, taking those extra breaks. But when that would happen a few times, and then it would be like, I would be on call. And sometimes I would spend the whole weekend at the hospital. And my husband was left at home, you know, to care for other kids. And it started being overwhelming and stressful for him too. And I was stressed out at the hospital. He was stressed out at home with four kids. <laughs> And, you know, it just got to be overwhelming. And when my um, administrators were telling me that I had was going to take some cuts in my pay and my benefit for the work I was doing, and I was already working way, you know, a lot of hours, in my opinion, more than I could handle with my, you know, to be there for my family, I had to make that decision, I really had to either work more to make it worth it or to not work at all. And in all honesty, when I made that decision, like that first year, I feel like we absolutely almost came out ahead. Like it just was incredible how it worked out when you make that decision and you figure things out. (laughs) Isn't
0: it beautiful though, looking back at the journey, how you can connect those dots and it all makes sense. All of those little seeds that you said that were being planted, have led you to be where you are now and the lives you're still impacting every single day through the work you do is nothing short of incredible. So how did you overcome that fear when it got to the point where you identified, okay, this is what I need to do. Now, how did you go about overcoming that fear of actually being like, nope, I'm putting in this notice. I'm going to be there for my kids and I'm starting my own business.
1: Once I made that decision, I went back and forth for a long time, but once I felt that peace, I just knew and that my fear was gone. And so, you know, after the back and forth for a few weeks and doing everything and knowing that my family was on board and, you know, we were going to make this work, then when you feel that peace, the fear just left. I mean, I just... I just knew when we knew we could work it out, I just, it was an amazing feeling. And when you, um, after you get through all of that, that struggle just goes away when you get that, that comfort of making that decision. Like when I made that decision, it was the decision and I didn't look back.
0: (laughs) Yes. And it just having those hard conversations and diving deep. But then like you said, making a decision. I think that's almost the scarier thing is making the decision. And then once you I, I I still remember the day that I put in my notice, I thought I would have like all these emotions. I thought I'd be really nervous. But no, once I made that decision, I was at peace. So what yes. advice can you give the woman who is in the same position that you were, you know, a few years back that okay, she knows she's meant for more. What advice can you give her to help her navigate that time?
1: I say that you truly have to reach inside and listen to what those little voices and all those little seeds (laughs) that have been planted, what they're saying and what you truly want. I think sometimes we're scared to think about other possibilities and um you know, other, you get so in your track. I mean, when you're a working mom, like you have to have your routine and it has to go, it has to go just right. And you're kind of stuck in that routine and it's hard to think about anything different and making those changes. So one thing I think initially is just to realize that there are possibilities and you can do what you truly want to do and it's important to figure that out and then talking i mean i'm a big we're a family right so you talk to everybody else involved too like my husband was so supportive and he did not push one way or the other and i think having the support of others and knowing that they're behind you and also just gathering you know their feelings too because your kids and your husband and all those other people around you will be affected by your decision too. And not that that should be your only, (laughs) your only decision-making points. However, I think it's important things to consider. And when you can sit down and talk to somebody about that. And I mean, now I have a coach myself, but having a coach or an outside person who you can talk to who isn't close to the situation, I also think that that helps as well. Like it's it gets your wheels turning and thinking about th- those possibilities without getting in your own way. <laughs> right, well, that's just it and getting that objective feedback
0: to see those blind spots because we do get stuck in that cycle of just seeing what's right in front of us. Whereas someone from the outside that's not emotionally attached can ha- see that bigger picture and identify those spots for us. And really, it's a huge catalyst for growth, but getting down to identifying what you truly want and having those conversations with your family, because it's not, it's definitely a group approach. These decisions impact everyone. So just even making sure everybody's on the same page, communicating that you're not, you're feeling out of alignment and kids can pick up on that. If you're co- coming home from work, grumpy mom, your kids are going to know. And guess what? When mom's not happy. Nobody's happy. <laughs> oh, very true. <laughs> yes. Yes. But we get stuck and then can't see the possibilities. So I just, I think absolutely the fact. That and when I
1: first was do. done with my job, I didn't want to do anything. I was like, I'm just done. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was just a mom and I still had a couple kids that were at home and, you know, my daughter needed a little extra care, um, from some delays and things like that. But, um, you know, I just wanted to be mom, but then as I was just mom, you know, I start getting in some of these, uh, Facebook groups and things like that. And I see all these moms like asking for advice and you get advice from every direction, advice you do not even want, right? (laughs) And so I was like, I just want to say some, I want to help these moms. I have the experience and, and hopefully the trust over like some random, you know, social media stranger (laughs) that you don't know what to believe. And so I started just helping moms on social media a little bit. And then um it kind of spiraled from there and i got into this coaching program and got certified as a coach and now that's just what i miss about my job the most is chatting with those moms and answering the million questions they have and you know if i could give them all a hug i would give them a hug like, mm-hmm. i just love working with moms and that's truly the thing that i miss and so after i was home for a while i was like i just you know, maybe staying in clinical medicine was not my thing, but helping moms is definitely my thing. And I just couldn't let that go. And that's how I kind of ended up where I am today. Yeah. But isn't it amazing how all of the experiences
0: in life Contribute to the value that you give to these women, to the difference that you're making in the world. And I love how, too, you told, you gave yourself and allowed yourself that space to be, quote unquote, just a mom. But yes. taking that time to savor, because that's what you needed, to identify so that, easy. and then to be able to look inside and see, hey, what gifts do I have that I can share with the world and make an impact? That's really incredible.
1: And we all have those. Like you don't have to be a pediatrician to have a gift. I mean, (laughs) we all have gifts and skills as moms and, you know, all your other experiences through life. So, you know, that's another thing in your decision-making process. If you're in that spot, like to figure out what gifts you have and what gifts you enjoy um, putting to use, Yes. Great
0: advice. Dr. Katie, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your journey with our community, to share your knowledge and
1: wisdom. Where
0: can we learn more about you?
1: I am working through my transition currently, um, but I am doing um, free sessions for moms, and I usually talk to first time moms, but that doesn't mean that if you're more experienced moms or just adding a second child that, <laughs> you know, I would love to talk to you. But it is nowasmom.com forward slash free session. And if you are a brand new mom, I would also love to share my free 50 tips for your first year now as mom. I probably could do 100 more, but I'm starting with 50. <laughs> a little bit for you, a little bit for baby. Some of those things that I found myself constantly reassuring and educating moms. And that is at nowasmom.com forward slash tips.
0: Perfect. And both of those will be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much, Katie, for taking time out of your crazy busy life to connect with us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.